0: Today on the Monday, WCBS Morning News Roundup. Ian just became a hurricane and could grow into a monster on a track
3: to Florida. We'll ask our meteorologist about the impact around here. A predator pounces on his prey at a popular park. A jogger sexually assaulted and robbed in broad daylight in Fort Tryon Park. I'm Sean Adams in Upper Manhattan. We'll
0: hear why there's higher-than-usual security for the High Holy Days
3: around here. Also, why
2: there's
0: a delay in congestion pricing. Plus, the end of the longest winning streak in all of sports. In our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds and Sound.
2: Monday, the 26th of September. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot.
0: And I'm Paul Murnane. Craig Allen is off today. Our meteorologist Jason Nichols says a dry few days coming up with just the outside chance of a shower.
2: Ian became a hurricane this morning and should be a major hurricane by tomorrow. Expected to pass near or west of the Cayman Islands today, near or over western Cuba tomorrow, and pass west of the Florida Keys late tomorrow into Wednesday. It could approach the west coast of Florida on Wednesday, so both coasts could be impacted. Top wind right now is about 70 miles an hour with higher gusts. Rapid strengthening is expected today. We could see an impact here this weekend, and we're going to be asking about the expected track in just a moment.
0: A popular Hudson River Park was the site of a broad daylight rape and robbery, and police are hoping for witnesses who can help them catch a sexual predator. WCBS reporter Sean Adams joins us from along the Henry Hudson Parkway at Fort Tryon Park this morning. Sean.
3: Yeah, Paul, uh, this is a sadistic, disturbing crime that really deviates from a a predictable pattern. First of all, let's talk about the location, Fort Tryon Park. Uh, Really this is an oasis of Upper Manhattan, a relatively safe place. It's home to the Cloisters, the Metropolitan Museum of Art's medieval collection. Uh, Second, the timing of this, just before 11 a.m. Saturday. I mean, that would be a time when the park would be uh, well populated. Police say a man with a knife attacked a 35-year-old woman as she jogged. He dragged her by the hair behind a tree, punched her face, sexually assaulted her, and then stole her watch and cell phone. Uh, The man escaped on a black motorized scooter. Police are looking for tips. They want to help here, and they think perhaps people might be able to recognize this guy. Uh, The suspect, he wore a piece of clothing that uh, might help identify him. It was a black hoodie, but on the back was the writing, Honor thy gift. Live in Fort Tryon Park, Sean Adams, WCBS News Radio 88.
2: Sean Police are trying to find as many as five men who wore ski masks as they gunned down a 17 year old last night in Mott Haven in the Bronx. CBS 2's Tim McNicholas says the killing happened in a year when murders declined overall in the city. But when you zoom out, the stats don't look that good.
1: While homicides are down citywide compared to last year, they are still up 30% compared to pre-pandemic levels. At the end of September 2019, there were 237 murders. So far this year, 309.
2: Some people were saying it was fireworks, and I knew it wasn't.
1: Police are still looking for whoever shot that 17-year-old here on Beekman. Detectives say five people in ski masks took off running from this block right after the shooting. They were headed west toward Oak Terrace.
2: That 17-year-old is the second teenager shot during a weekend that saw at least nine shootings in the city.
0: The NYPD Hate Crime Task Force says hate crimes are up 45% this year heading into the Jewish High Holy Days. And so the police commissioner, Keishon Sewell, promises tight security at synagogues. Some you'll see, some you will not. Deputy Inspector Andrew Aria said his own synagogue was targeted by an arsonist this year. Police on Long Island have also stepped up patrols around synagogues for the holidays.
2: Mayor Adams will be handing out food and supplies in Santo Domingo this morning as people in the Dominican Republic recover from Fiona. It is there that Fiona grew into a hurricane. It is the first hurricane to make landfall in that country in 18 years. Eight to 16 inches drenched the country. Over a million people were left without running water and 8,000 homes were destroyed. At least two people died. Let's go to the Weather Center. Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen is off today. Meteorologist Jason Nichols is in today. And uh, looks like a pretty good day today, Jason.
1: Yeah, pretty decent day overall. Breezy. Uh, we'll see sunshine, some clouds. A few spots could see a shower this afternoon or this evening. But I think the best chance is north and west of the city. Getting up to 74 today. Turns out mostly clear later tonight. Low 58. Sunshine, some clouds, breezy, and another nice day for tomorrow, getting up to about 72. Then it uh, turns brisk and a little cooler for your Wednesday. We'll see a mixture of clouds and sunshine, and we can't completely roll out a shower on Wednesday, the high 69. Then looks like cool, dry weather for Thursday and Friday with sunshine, patchy clouds of the high both days in the middle 60s. Right now, we have generally clear skies across the tri-state area. Temperatures range from 52 in Morristown, 62 in Flushing, uh, 59 in Central Park, and we'll be going up to a nice 74 this afternoon. And Jason, we're expecting
0: that this will grow, Ian, to a potential major hurricane, maybe Cat 4 at one point in the Gulf?
1: Uh, that That is true. It uh, looks like it could reach a major hurricane um, either later, later tonight, uh, going into Tuesday, then maybe a Category 4 as we get into uh, by midweek and
2: could potentially impact our area? I know it's a long way away.
1: Uh, Potentially. There's an area high pressure that builds down out of Canada, and it depends how quickly that moves out of the way, but there's the potential that it could come far enough north to bring us a little bit of rain, um, probably Saturday night into Sunday time period. Probably looks like the best time period if it's going to do anything this weekend. Uh, But it doesn't look like uh, a flooding rain threat for us. It looks like mainly at this point, depending on the track, uh, mainly kind of a light rain event. Jason Nichols this morning in for Craig Allen in the Weather Center.
2: A delay in congestion pricing. The head of the MTA told CBS2 he expects the implementation of new tolls below 60th Street will be dragged out until early 2024, while the federal government looks at the environmental impact. For example, all those trucks spewing all that soot at various choke points. The South Bronx could see a projected 700 more trucks on the Cross Bronx Expressway as toll evading driver's seat to get to the outer boroughs. MTA chair and CEO, Jano Lieber, says the toll on trucks may have to be reduced to stop the truckers from avoiding those tolls.
0: And about New Jersey, Lieber explained how the revenue from congestion pricing will benefit commuters there. The folks who come in from New Jersey, most of them come out of a a, a Penn Station or one other terminal, and then they get on the subway or they take a bus. So the investments that we're going to make in MTA in the capital program, um, with the with the uh, the revenues from congestion pricing will benefit them as well. One question still not answered is who should get the exemptions? Will police, firefighters, and teachers have to pay? Lieber says that all has to be worked out. Why are COVID infections
2: up among students? WCBS's Joe Avalar has more on the disease in Connecticut.
3: Doctor Ulysses Wu. Chief epidemiologist at Hartford HealthCare attributes the increase in students' COVID infections to kids back to school, no masking mandates. Most of them are probably not vaccinated. He spoke to CT Insider. Despite the increase in the number of cases of COVID in kids, overall, the number of reported COVID infections is down in Connecticut this year compared to last year, though overall hospitalizations are up. Wu we'll attributes the increased hospitalizations in general to more incidental COVID related hospitalizations. Joe Avlar, WCBS News Radio 880.
2: On the Monday Morning News Roundup, I'm Wayne Cabot. And
0: I'm Paul Renee with your three things to know.
2: The mayor of Wildwood says two people who died in a golf cart during an unsanctioned car rally were not part of the pop up event that led to a series of crashes during burnouts, drifting, and donuts.
0: Number two, the NFL has announced the Super Bowl halftime show headliner a self-made woman born in Barbados who became one of the most prominent artists ever, who is Rihanna. The third
2: thing, the celebrity who has fulfilled the most make-a-wish requests from critically ill children. That is John Cena. 650 requests fulfilled. He granted his first wish in 2002 and is now the most wished for celebrity among children.
0: Up next, which New York team held the all-time longest winning streak in all of sports until this date? While you think about that, we'll start today's 88 Seconds in Sound with a controversial name.
1: Judge Amy Coney
2: Barrett. In 2020, President Trump named the last of his three picks for Supreme Court. And whose position on abortion rights could not be pinned down during this confirmation hearing moment with Senator Dianne Feinstein.
1: Do you agree with Justice Scalia's view that Roe was wrongly decided?
2: Senator, I completely understand why you are asking the question. One and a half years later, America's fifth female justice would vote to overturn Roe versus Wade. Women did get the right to drive in Saudi Arabia after a campaign that saw women imprisoned, lashed, and given electric shocks, even after that right was granted in 2017. American women got a new right in 1996 when President Clinton signed a bill guaranteeing a two-day hospital stay after childbirth. Women got the right to go into sports locker rooms in New York City on this date in 78. And the New York team with the longest winning streak in all of sports, 123 years undefeated until this date in 1983. The Liberty of the New York Yacht Club, which lost the America's Cup to the Australia 2
3: be rather difficult to cover them in eight and in two and a half minutes.
2: Presidential debates are common now, but the first time candidates for president did it on TV was on this night, and it was a disaster for Dick Nixon.
0: Mr. Nixon, would you like to comment on that statement? I have no comment.
2: Richard Nixon would never debate again.
0: Nixon looked sweaty and uncomfortable compared to a tan, relaxed Kennedy.
2: JFK was president two years later when the state's rights argument, used years ago to justify slavery, was being used again to justify keeping blacks out of public schools. United States Air Force veteran James Meredith defied rioters and enrolled at the University of Mississippi as the first black student. He'd been turned away by Governor Paul Johnson in defiance of the U.S. Justice Department. And what JFK said then resonates
0: now. If this country should ever reach the point where any man or group of men, by force or threat of
2: force, could long deny the commands of our court and our Constitution, then no law would stand free from doubt. No judge would be sure of his writ, and no citizen
1: would be safe from his neighbors."
2: Long lines at record stores on this date in 69, when Abbey Road was released. Levi Strauss died on this date, never having children, never getting to pass his genes on to the next generation. This is September
0: 26th. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three.
1: You bet. Music. You set my world on fire.
0: And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here.